Ian, thanks so much. Hi, everybody. Welcome back, uh, both here in Fort Wayne and also with our good friends up at MNC there in South Bend. Uh, it is our uh, time to visit, as we do every week, uh, but we invite our South Bend friends to be with us here as we're bringing up 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks on the Newsmaker Line. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, my friend. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Nice to have you with us. Now, you guys are actually back in session when? Tuesday? Next Tuesday. The Senate is in session this week. The House goes back next week. We will have a total of 15 legislative days between when we go back in the House on Tuesday and before the government uh, shuts down if we don't pass a, a spending bill of some sort. So the, the, the clock is ticked, and we have a lot of work to do over the next few weeks. How tired do you get of, of those, I don't want to call them, fake deadlines hanging over your head, but it seems like they're always very peculiarly placed and marked so that they hit when you least want them and you have to finally give in at the end and do something that you don't want to do budget-wise, or you'll be the one to take food away from children and to take Medicare away from the elderly. Don't you get tired of this? I mean, I would be so weary of that stuff. Well, it it does seem inevitable, right, that we get to this crunch time right before the end of the the fiscal year that we have to pass something to keep the government open. So everybody talks about wanting uh, Washington to work. Uh, I want it to work too. They want people want bipartisanship. They want both sides to come together and get stuff done. But that that we we just won a House Republican majority, which to me is a sign should be a signal to President Biden and Chuck Schumer that the American people want Democrats to come to the table with. The, House, the new House Republican majority to negotiate and, and rein in wasteful spending, cut, cut uh, wasteful spending and do something about a $32 trillion national debt. This is the time to do it. So yet I have not, I don't know about you, Pat, and I know you, you uh, follow the news as much as I do and, uh, you know, everything I'm hearing out of Washington, I haven't heard Joe Biden say one darn word about cutting spending and, and addressing the national debt. And the next three weeks is our opportunity to do it. Well, I'll tell you, just between you, me, and the door gate, nobody else is listening. A president that can't remember what he's supposed to do in a ceremony where he's honoring a hero from Vietnam, and as soon as he puts the medal around the gentleman's neck, and then he turns and he's supposed to stand there and lead applause for that gentleman and then stand there as they have prayer, and he just totally blanks out, walks off the stage, walks down the middle aisle, you know, just kind of glancing as he goes, and everybody's applauding the gentleman up on the stage, and the poor guy looks as lost as all get out, like, okay, what do we do next? I don't know that I trust him to know what's going on or what should be going on anywhere else. Yeah, this is the clown show presidency. Uh, Joe Biden has made a mockery of the White House and the the highest office in the land, and I think you're I think you're right. I mean, I, I can't believe it. The Democrats haven't chopped this guy off and done everything that they can to stop him from being their nominee, but it seems like that's exactly what's going to happen. The, the Democrats are stuck with this guy. He's going to be, the, again, the standard bearer of the Democrat Party heading into the 2024 election. I, I feel pretty good about Donald Trump beating him, or um, I don't. I, I, at this point, I think it uh, it's very likely Donald Trump be the Republican nominee, but I I feel good about any of the Republicans yeah. beating Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, he's, just, he's that much of a joke. Everybody except maybe Chris Christie, um, <laughs> which is, that's not going to happen. Um, no, I'm with you. I just, I just stand amazed. And I want to say that I almost feel sorry for the Democrats, but it's clearly almost. 
But if if they get down to next year, and at this time next year they are still in the same mode that they are now, and Joe Biden is their nominee, you do have to feel sorry for them a little bit. I mean, because they are stuck. I mean, really, really stuck. And I don't think that they can get away. I said this earlier today, Congressman. I don't think that they can pull the same shenanigans that they did four years ago, uh, playing with ballots and everything. We need to we need to tamp down how many absentee ballots you have, how many people are actually outside the country voting and all that. Monitor it all. Get the paper in there. Count it. Know beforehand. I don't want 20,000 vote swings in a district from the time I go to bed Tuesday night and wake up Wednesday morning again. I don't want that ever, ever again. And without that, I don't know that Joe Biden can win. Yeah, we're, we're not going to let them create a pandemic as an excuse to do all mail-in ballots in states like Pennsylvania and Georgia and other states where they got away with doing that before. Just like we're not going to let them mask our kids and force masks on airplanes and and go back to this nonsense that they put us through before. We're not going to let them ever get away with that again. And to your point, if they can't get away with that, if they can't get away with unconstitutionally rigging an election by changing the rules without the without the the constitutional approval of a state legislature to do it, right? if we don't let them do that again, then I don't care who the Republican is, Donald Trump or any other Republican, we, we are going to we're going to beat Democrats uh soundly on election day in 2024 because of the mess that they've created in this country and because of joe biden's clown presidency so they've given us a lot of a lot of reasons to uh to win on election day but i feel better about it than i ever have before yesterday the vice president of the united states kamala harris was asked after an event and one of the people there with the press asked her so are you confident that should something happen and joe biden would be unable to run for president again, are you confident that you, in fact, could and win the presidency of the United States? And she said, yes, I could, but that won't happen because he's fine, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Okay, first of all, he's not fine. Uh, I don't know that he won't be removed from office. And secondly, I don't know that she's a shoe in Yeah, she's got to get past her home state governor, Gavin Newsom, and uh, she's got a a lot of stiff competition in the which is saying, not not saying a lot, but you know, the Democrat Party that she's got to get past too. But I I just don't think the Democrats are going to let that happen. I think they really I think that they are stuck with Joe Biden. I saw earlier today the the the, the Joe Biden super PAC just made a, a several million dollar national TV buy. So they're they're all in on this guy, Pat. Believe it or not, the Democrats are all in on this clown. And uh, and and uh, Joe Biden, I, I believe, is is uh, is inevitably going to be their nominee, and, and Republicans are going to win in 2024. Um, so it, that all being said, uh, with what we know now, with the things coming out, and I'm not putting a whole lot on what it is that's coming out of the office of David Weiss. I'm going to talk about that coming up right after we discuss today, sir. But is now the time then when you guys get back in session is to restart hearings and to start doing a serious walk down impeachment avenue with regards to Joe Biden? That's my hope. My my hope, Pat, is that all of my colleagues went back to their districts like I did and heard what what I heard, which is really a growing frustration among Republicans that we're not moving fast enough to provide the accountability that we campaigned on. Uh, before the election last November, we we campaigned on this and providing oversight and investigations and accountability. And it's clear as 
day to me that um, that that Joe Biden is the most corrupt president. His family is the most corrupt family ever to live in the White House. So and the more that we learn about the Biden family cartel activities over decades of time, but even while, even while he's been in the White House, the more clear it is to me that we have to move forward with the impeachment inquiry. I believe the Speaker McCarthy agrees with that. So well, I, I know that there are a few Republican holdouts, notably, but I'm sure that they're hearing in their districts exactly what I'm hearing in ours. It's time to move forward and set, and do what we said we were going to do and provide that type of accountability. Well, and I think but the by doing what you said you were going to do, I think that builds confidence on the Republican side to look more to the Republican Party going into the election next year. Uh, and some would say, well, yeah, but you're going to impeach him, but then he'll never be thrown out of office because of the majority of the Senate being Democrat. Well, that's fine. Do what you need to do. Do the right thing. Impeach him. And then let them answer for the fact that they couldn't see it through because they need to cover for him. Last 30 seconds, sir. Anything else on your mind? Well, I, I, what you said is just so important. Um, if Republicans follow through and, and do and in the House and do our part, the voters are going to trust us more in 2024 for it. So I think we have a moral responsibility to do that and force the Senate to have a full hearing before the American people in a transparent way, force these senators to vote on whether or not to remove this guy from office for his uh, long-term corruption and the activities of his family. I think the time has come to do that. I think you're exactly right, sir. Uh, Congressman Jim Banks from Indiana's third, and today, Congressman, we're also broadcasting all over Michigan as we're filling in for Casey on MNC. But very glad to have you on today. Thank you for what you do. We'll talk to you again in a week. Thank you, Pat. Have a good day. Podcasts by Federated Media.